2: Jameer Gibbs, running back, Alabama.
1: Back off looks, Goff looks, golf throws, caught inside the one fighting for the end zone, and getting in for the touchdown. Detroit Lions, Aman Ross St. Brown.
3: The snap he's got it, wants to throw. Wentz, looks, looks, pressure guns, went, hit, sack, back inside the 20. Aiden Hutchinson, that's number two. <laughs> Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 340 on the Blue Wire Network. I am host Tyler. Join my, my two guys. As always, Mr. Malcolm R.
2: Pierre. Boys, how are we feeling? Um, not feeling too good, like all the Lions fans right now, like you guys. You know, we, took, we had a tough loss. We controlled the game in the beginning, and then the end is just one out of our hands uh we'll talk about it and I'll come with stuff with you bro i'm
1: sick right now man i'm literally sick right now man for what I saw yesterday man i mean there yeah i'm not getting no woo today there's there's no woo probably not gonna hear a woo until i don't know maybe draft time maybe i don't know I don't it though
2: Totally your favorite prospects
1: I, I don't know i don't know i don't know <laughs> your favorite problem I don't I'm a no a prospect right now man I know
2: I'm just kidding man just to go
1: I mean, uh, I'm just sick right now. I'm literally sick. And it, 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 it's sad sick because, like, you should be you should be happy. You should be not really happy, but as far as the Lions, was able to accomplish just in year three, they exceeded all expectations. I think they hit all their personal goals. So you should you, you should feel well about the team, but as far as knowing you had your shot, you feel sick. I feel sick.
3: Yeah, I, I agree. It's hard to sit back and say, hey, hell of a season right now. It really is because in reality, big picture, you are correct. They exceed ex- every expectation of you know, winning the division for the first time in uh, uh, almost 30 years, winning a playoff game, winning a pair of playoff games. They achieved a lot this season. You know, Winning 12 games, it's very, very impressive. But when you have a 17-point lead – with 30 minutes left to go in the ball game, it's really hard to just sit back and say, wow, what a hell of a season. It really is. I mean, because at the end of the day, you're going to have that sour taste in your mouth because you were 30 minutes away for playing for Bowl for the first time in your franchise history and having the opportunity to hoist a Lombardi trophy, which, I mean, every Lions fan obviously has been dreaming for for however long you've been a fan for. So it hurts, man. It really does hurt. So... um. I don't even know. Where do you guys want to start with this game? Start off with you, Pierre.
2: What do you think is the first thing that kind of went wrong in this game or just what the hell? So, happened? Yeah. We talk about football. It's a four quarter game. tail of two halves, right? The first quarter you dominate the second quarter. I mean, it seems like the wide receivers forgot how to catch. Jameer Gibbs fumbles. You get a lucky bounce off a cornerback, just drops a pick, falls right into a Clap for a touch. I mean, it's just, you know, it's like, Bad luck all in, like, a series of, like, was it, like, around 10 minutes? All happened, like, around, like, it happened so fast. And, you know, we talk about this. When you make mistakes against bad teams, maybe you could get away with it, right? But when you make mistakes in the NFC Championship game, it's not going to fly, bro. And we saw they played played really good football in those two playoff games. They didn't make a lot of mistakes the other teams did. They won those games. This game, the Lions made more mistakes. You know, they did a couple good things. Run the ball. They controlled the clock. But... You cannot drop passes on third and fourth down. You cannot drop touchdown passes. Um, you cannot drop a pick. And when you drop the pick, it lands to a receiver's hands. You know, you can't fumble the ball inside your own 25, whatever that was. That That's how you lose games, bro. And that's what they did. I mean, I know people want to blame Campbell, but I think it's more the execution on the players. It sucks. It really does, Tyler, because if they just kind of controlled the clock and kept doing what they were doing, they didn't get those turnovers and Honestly, if you—if one of those passes is caught, you're playing in Vegas with Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds has been one of the most reliable players for us for the past couple of years, and yesterday he— just, I don't know what happened, man. I guess the moment was too big for him. I don't know what happened. I just don't know. It's very uncharacteristic of Josh Reynolds to do that.
3: Right. And I think it like this feeling hurts even more for this game is because you had hope, like you saw the Lions up three possessions going to halftime with 30 minutes left in the football game. I think it's a different story if the Niners are up all game, but the Lions are competing all game. I think you walk away with a little different taste and say, hey, maybe these boys weren't ready for the moment. But I don't feel that right now because the Lions dominated in that first half. They, they were absolutely dominant. They had a three-score lead in Santa Clara in the NFC Championship game where the offense looked great, the defense was doing their job, and that second half, everything possibly could have went wrong went wrong. And, You're right. People are going to want to blame Dan Campbell. I've already seen it. You know, he's one of the most trending men in America right now on Twitter and whatever social media platform, you know. Everyone's talking about Dan Campbell right now. And I understand the pushback of his aggressive play calling and his decision-making. I understand why people are frustrated and mad. But at the end of the day, like, it really does come to execution of the players. Like, the players have to make plays in those moments. Josh Reynolds, you can't have those jobs. Those aren't, like, just hard, like, a play that you, like, it hit your hands you should catch. Those are, like, like high schoolers could catch that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that, that that's a routine catch that you have to make that play. And he just didn't. And, like, I, I can't blame the coach for that. Like, you have to make that play. Tackling was horrendous in this game. Kindleville door, you know, make that pick. Or, worst case scenario, knock the ball down. Play for another down. Instead, it's a 52 yard catch, and the San Francisco 49ers are now inside the five yard line on your own five yard line. Changes the whole dynamic of the game. And, Gibbs and the Gibbs fumble, yeah, right after that, you know, all the momentum is already shifting towards San Francisco. First play after the kickoff, maybe you can go stamp it, go gain, you know, add some more points to your lead. You fumble the ball right away, give the Niners even more momentum. and at that point, dude, it really felt like after the Gibbs fumble, it really felt like this game was kinda over. It wasn't technically over. They were still in the ball game, but it just felt like after that Gibbs fumble. I, I didn't see a way where the Lions could really climb out of this because once San Francisco gets going, that's when it get really that's when it really gets scary. So it just sucks, man. Um you were right there. And that's why it's a really, really sour taste for me right now. Uh, unlike if they, like I said, if they were in a close game and just lost it's like at the end or just goes up all game, like it's a little different. But you were right there. You were up three scores in this game and you let it slip away. And
2: that's why Lions fans are gonna have a sour taste for a really long time. Yeah, hopefully you know the players and motivates them, gets them hungry. But like Dan said, man, this is it's hard to get here. Like we saw the Eagles last year, they were in Super Bowl, right? This year they get bounced in like the was it the first round? The first round the last run. Run. yeah. I mean, bro, it's it's tough to get here. The Niners obviously have done it consistently, but um, maybe hopefully the Lions maybe could do that. But it's hard, bro. You know, there's teams that are gonna get better, you're gonna get better too. But these other young teams, they also got young guys, they're developing, you know, they got the draft too, they got cap space. It's not just you, these other teams are doing the same thing you're doing, trying to get better. So um, I think they'll be back, like in the playoffs. But you know, it's it's a grind, bro. Thank God we're healthy this year, you know. But season is a grind. You you gotta you gotta go through stuff, and they did this year. They went through a lot. It's unfortunate what happened yesterday hasn't really happened in the Lions game. It was really a Campbell arrow. Yeah, but it's honestly it's, it's on the players, bro. It's it's the focus, you know the. You don't see that too. You don't see Gibbs fumble. You don't see uh Reynolds drop. Eldor's, you know, whatever. Forget about that. He's just like a practice squad corner that's starting. I mean, it's what you got, but those guys, those two guys I mentioned, Gibbs and Reynolds, you don't see that with those guys. Those are your core pieces, you know. Gibbs was your first round pick and Reynolds was one of your best receivers in the playoffs. And man, I don't I don't know, bro. It's it's tough. Like, I don't you can't explain it, Tyler. It's just execution. It sucks we're saying this. It's execution. And they get obviously Niners get the couple lucky bounces their way. And th- that's football, bro. It kept changing within the minutes. All right. All right. What about
3: you, Malcolm? What's your what's your biggest takeaway from this game?
1: I-
0: <clears throat> we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate
3: How about you, Malcolm. What's your what's your biggest takeaway from this game?
1: I honestly feel like a, I think it's a picture of everything, man. Um, what we seen yesterday was we pretty much talked about this all year, man. The tail two halves. Lions play strong first quarter, first half, and they always have this really bad third quarter. This is something that's been trending all year. Not nothing. There's not nothing new about the Lions going going donuts in the, in the third quarter or letting another team come back in the third quarter. This is not nothing new. Um, we've seen it all year. I'm not putting this on Dan Campbell like a lot of people are doing, as uh, you know. We made so many mistakes in this game where you can't put it on Dan Campbell. But I, I, I do completely understand of the frustration of people who is saying, Dan Campbell, what are you doing? I get that, and the reason why is because we lost by three. We could have won by three, um, because we elected to go for two. Um, four of downs where we could have kicked the field goal, and if those are both good, you might win by you potentially win this game by six by, by three points. Now, if you don't know Dan Campbell, if you're just watching like a fan, then you don't know Dan Campbell. But this is this is Dan Campbell as a Lions fan, you should understand that this is Dan Campbell, this is who he is. He's not going to change for a playoff, a, a primetime game, he doesn't care who's watching. This is Dan Campbell, that, that's just who he is. Do I wish that you could dial it back a little bit? Yes. <clears throat> because I, I do feel like sometimes you got to play the, the chess game. You got to play the, tr- the strategic chess game, long out, chess game, instead of just trying to go for a touchdown every single time. You know, the touchdown is not going to come every time, but sometimes you got to come out the drive with points and just feel good about coming out the drive with points because if you have a long 10-play, 13-play drive. What kills momentum the most if you come out that drive with zero points, which – which we see in those drives. Those drives are going well. But then you go about those drives with zero points, it kind of hurts the momentum. It hurts the flow of the team, the flow of everything. So I, I'm not putting it on him because, again, we had we had too many mistakes, too many mistakes that we that, that, that shouldn't have happened, uncharacter, uncharacter, uncharacteristic things like Josh Reynolds dropping passes when he's usually been missing reliable all year. Um, he's dropping passes. Jameer Gibbs running the wrong route, not the wrong route, but running the wrong play pretty much because he ran the wrong side. And that's what caused the fumble because Jared Goff is handed off one way. He's going the other way. He has the ball on the wrong side of his hands. He's trying to switch it over. Ball, he gets stripped. It is a fumble. He's just a mental execution. Like he, he, ran the, he ran the wrong play. And that's something that's not normal from Jameer Gibbs. It just—it's a lot, man. I think I, I, you just got to take, take, take your hats off to 49ers. They—they—they they they came out that second half, made great adjustments. They found a way how to attack this defense. They found a way how you attack the Detroit Lions defense. They knew we were playing man coverage, so what Brock Purdy did is he pretty much just saw a lane and took off. I mean, it, it was had just, a lot know.
2: of crossers, and then when the guys recovered, you know, when you play man, the backs on the quarterback not eyes on it and you that's that's i mean there's yeah, always was, positives and negatives to man and so you got to get pressure and i don't think the pr- i mean i thought the pressure was okay at some points but when they needed it like really bad yesterday i feel like didn't show up when they needed it really bad yeah, I, I would love to tip my cap to the
3: San Francisco 49ers and they deserve it for making that comeback. But I honestly view this more of the Lions shooting themselves in the foot. It's like I don't view the San Francisco 49ers as a, a superiorly better team than the Detroit Lions. Like I know people all week were saying that the talent-wise that the San Francisco 49ers are a better team than the Lions. That, that did not prove to me to be the fact. I don't think that's why they won this football game is because of talent. I think they won this game because the Lions shot themselves in the foot multiple different times. And that third yeah. quarter was horrendous, man. Even when all that momentum was gone, Okay, we're going to go send Jack Fox out there. Let's go – let him have a booming punt, and let's see what happens. He gives you a hell of a punt, arguably his best punt all season. He's ready to pin him at the one-yard line. You have a Chase Lucas mess up. He steps in the end zone. And it's now the, the, the ball starts at the 20-yard line instead of the one-yard line. Like, small stuff like that, man, that affected the game. There's a lot of small stuff that affected the game, and it all added up. And the 49ers took advantage of it. And kind of pure, like what he said, like, good teams are going to take advantage – of mistakes. So you tip your hat there, but they didn't win just because of talent. They won because you shot your own self in the foot. This isn't on the officiating. This isn't on the 49ers just being a better team than you. This is on the Detroit Lions shooting themselves in the foot. And this is on the players. If you want to blame Dan Campbell, I don't think it's the right move because no one said a lick uh the first playoff game versus the Rams when he went for it on fourth down when Laporta got the touchdown. Nobody said a lick when Craig Reynolds got a rushing touchdown on fourth down versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week. You live or die by Dan Campbell. He got you here for a reason. This is how he got you to this game. And for the most part, going for it has been more successful than not. It didn't work out last Sunday. It is what it is. And I can't even say the play design wasn't right. They had the perfect play design. The players didn't execute. It went through Josh Reynolds' hand. Like that, that's little league stuff. You gotta make the play, man. Like, that's how you can't blame the coach. Maybe I don't think the to quarterback
2: miss. too. I thought golf played well. Like I thought golf because- played
3: well. Yeah, I mean there was a couple of misplays. Like he missed Gibbs in the end zone that one that play. You're gonna miss
2: a couple. Yeah, plays no, but for you. the
3: most part, yeah. JG was efficient. That one throw to Amaro. We got probably- our quarterback, bro. I think we got our franchise guy. Is that fair to say
1: you guys he, agree. Yeah, he, he had that one crazy throw that I was like, whoa, <laughs> the flea <laughs> <laughs> flicker. Oh, Joe. That, yeah, that was a that, duck. Flea- that flea flicker. It was like, Oh man, it was
2: a dead duck. Yo, I don't know bro. what happened there. Um, I maybe slipped out of Sanderson, but yeah, uh, I think we got our guy. He's our like we all agree with that, right? He's a I, franchise I, quarterback.
1: I, I'm happy with golf man. I think I think he can take you there. Like I said, he really win any games, he can take you there, but yeah, I, I guess we say, I guess we say, Tyler. I, I think you kind of have to take your hats off to, to the 49ers, man, because the, what they the adjustments they made in that second half like they gave up 150 yards in the first 150 rushing yards in that first half. You know, they gave up only 33 rushing yards in, that, in, the, in the second half. They completely shut out the Detroit Lions running game in the second half. And then, well, not only that,
2: part of that is the turnovers too. Like, you didn't have as much possession,
1: we didn't have the uh, TOP
2: like we did in that first
1: yeah,
3: half. Yeah,
1: you had one turnover.
3: Well, the you Josh Reynolds I mean? yeah. drops and like even Laporte again cracked that one play by Fred Warner. Like they, like those are first downs. So they're really
1: yeah. But I'm saying, like, as far so, as running the ball, they did a good job taking that away. The second half. you, have, guess, you, 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 have, you have 150 in one half. You have 33 in the next half. Like you I said, the problem stay.
2: was the problem was you had like what, what was the problem? We didn't you had run it drives up? that didn't sustain. They didn't sustain the drives
1: – why? They weren't
2: stopping the run, really. Montgomery
3: was getting five yards every pop, it felt like. Yeah, I think they in went to the second passing half? game a little, too. It felt like the whole game. I feel like he really didn't lose any yards on any play he was well, running.
1: We need to watch that game back over. In the second half – how, how many carries did he have is
3: the real question.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe that, that, that could be another issue. Maybe they didn't run him enough. Because after – in the second half, when they did run him, he'll probably get like one or two yards, and then they'll go to the pass. They'll go to the pass the rest of the drive. And that's what killed the drives. I mean, at the end of the day, whatever whatever we want to say, they were able to take away already, whether, whether we did it to ourselves, or 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 they did a big part of it stopping it. Maybe the first few times you tried it, you give you have you you give 150 rush yards in one half, and you get 33 the next half. You got to credit somebody. You can't just say, "Oh yeah, we they they do shit." It's not you, that they didn't, I'm not saying they didn't do shit.
3: I'm giving them their credit. But what I'm saying is that the Lions shot themselves more in the foot than the 49ers beat you, in my opinion.
1: In, in the game, yeah. But I'm talking about in, as far as stopping the run, They second half, they, that was a different. They, they were playing a different defense, man. They 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 made, they made came out the second half, made adjustments on offense, as far as, all right, we, we, they're playing bad coverage. We're going to run with Brock Purdy when there's a lane. That they were not doing in the first half. They did it in the second half, all game. Well, it wasn't
2: an adjustment. So what the Lions were doing is they were matching their personnel with the Niners' personnel. It kind of bothered me. So, So, like, if the Niners were heavy, the Lions came in with three linebackers. And then what they did is they got the play action game going off that. And it had, they had their linebackers running man coverage against their wide receivers, their tight ends, and their backs.
1: Yeah, yeah, regardless of that, Brock Purdy's legs killed us the second half. And that was an adjustment they made. I know, but I told you
2: half. why. But the problem is because of that is your DBs aren't really on the field, though. You have, like, three linebackers. I don't know.
1: I don't. Know. Well, no, Pierre. What are you talking about? They're they playing mad coverage. When you play mad coverage, your back is up. Uh, I know, but the back. thing
2: that bothered me though, when you look at uh Brian Branch's snaps, he only played twenty six defensive snaps. He's your best DB on the field. Why is he only playing twenty six snaps? They
1: wanted to stop the run. I mean, uh, why didn't they bench?
2: Why the hell didn't they bench C.J. Gardner Johnson for missing like fifty tackles? You know I, what I mean? Like, I mean,
1: the, I don't the stuff I don't like that all? just
2: bothers me. Like they they're playing guys because. <laughs> They, but if a guy's playing bad, take him out of the game and play someone else.
1: You gotta understand, bro. That shit was working in the first half. It was working. That, 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 the personnel shit, as far as them switching in and out, as far as going four three or they're going, uh, you know, nickel. That shit was working in the first My half. Brian no,
2: Branch needs to play 100 percent of the snaps or close to it. He's your best DB, bro. And you
1: need to put him at your starting corner. Just sometimes you can't have, you can't go straight nickel. You're playing against a team that's going heavy up front and doing twelve personnel set. You saying you're gonna run nickel? Is he gonna get you. You probably at that point you're saying Chris McCaffrey run out two hundred yards on us. That's I'm not saying, saying that. What
2: I'm trying to say that's is that's what you're saying.
1: If, you're, if no, they're going no. twelve personnel, they're going twelve personnel. You you want to you only want two. back at and and, and and you want five five corner. You want five uh, DBs. I'm
2: not saying that, Malcolm. What I'm saying is that's what you No, just what said. I'm saying, for example, is if okay, if, let's say you're going to be playing with two corners. Take Vildor out and put Branch in. Branch would so play on the outside. He's done it before.
1: So, so so you're saying Branch need to be your starting corner.
2: Branch needs to always be on the field no matter what.
1: He needs to be a starting corner. Yes. Okay. It's not that that, hard. I mean, if he needs to be a starting corner, he needs to be a starting corner. That's fine. I mean, why they don't trust him outside? I don't know. I mean, this is not not something that they were doing all year and he was starting outside and in this game is like, oh, yeah, no, he's always been... It's
2: not just all year. My thing is like, bro, in these games, you play your best players, right? When he just plays 26, 26 snaps and he was one of your best players yesterday when he was on the field, like that—that's not—that's not acceptable in my
1: opinion. It's just not. Well, I mean, I don't know, Pierre. Maybe, maybe they, they just don't know how he's an outside. I mean, he had to play the outside. He had to play the outside all year. I mean, I you, you want to make a drastic change in the playoff game?
2: No, I'm not I don't want to make a drastic. What I'm trying to say is though. So what, what? What the Niners did though a lot is when the Lions went in base, not nickel base personnel.
1: They Only went in base when they saw the Niners in twelve personnel, bro.
2: Yeah, but the, Niners, but the Niners and 12 personnel, though, didn't necessarily run the ball. They passed it once we started doing base. That, that's how they adjusted, too. So the, the Lions didn't really adjust, though. That was the problem. That, that's what I had a problem with. All right. The game is what it is,
3: right? It happened. Now, I think the real question is, Dan Campbell said it himself, it's going to be twice as hard to get to this game. Back to this game, I should say. Playing back in the NFC Championship. Like, that is not an easy task to do, you guys mentioned already division's improving, NFC's improving, you know, every, everyone's improving around you. Do you guys still believe the Lions could return, or like, where,
2: where's your mindset right now with all that? Um, I'm, I just look at the Lions roster and we look at the star players, they're all still on their rookie contracts for the most part. Panay Sewell, Amin Ross St. Brown, Aline McNeil um aiden Hutchinson, you know like all the core guys the young guys they're all young and they're going to get better like they're they're still haven't reached their ceiling so yes i i do think they're gonna and then you got brad holmes uh drafting that man could draft so i do think they'll get better but the other teams are going to get better too tyler so but you look at it you know this team is hungry they saw, they saw confetti or drop, or they saw guys celebrating, and they lost. It hurt them. And I don't know if you saw, they showed a clip of Panay Sewell and Nate Hutchinson just walking out the field together, kind of just, you know, being there for each other. And then they showed Sewell after the game. He was pissed off. Campbell today said, this is where Hungary going to motivate us. But, yeah, it's hard because everyone wants a piece of you now. Oh, you're the Lions. You think you do this again? Well, you have to play us now. You know how we were the underdogs? We're no longer the underdogs. We're one of the top dogs now. Vegas actually has them as the third best odds to win the Super Bowl next year. Yeah. Early odds, obviously, but the Lions are not the joke of the NFL. They're not the you know they're not the underdogs anymore. They're one of the top dogs. And yeah, teams want a piece of you. They want to come into you, come by, come into your house and beat you. They don't want you to win on the road. Yeah, you're gonna get your you're gonna get your best from teams, but that's not a bad thing, though. That's a good thing. That means you're getting better. That means that, like people want to play you. You're no longer the SOL. You're no longer the the paperback Lions, you know, you're you're no longer the 0-16 Lions. You're one of the top dogs, and we've been waiting for that, and that, that's a good thing, you know? So it's going to be hard, but we're, we're not afraid of challenges. We got the right guys. We got the right core, core of players. We got the right coach. We got the right front office. Um, It's just – it's a grind, though. Yeah, and – the
3: question is, is: Could they go back? And absolutely, they can go back. The Lions have every ability to go back. Like they have the right guys in position. They—they have shown you nothing to not believe in them that they cannot get back to this game. But that's not always the situation. It's not always just talent. It's not always um, how good of a team you are. It comes down to situations too. And absolutely, this year the Lions were in a really good situation. You know, they they played their ass off in the regular season, won a playoff game, and then were lucky enough to host another home playoff game and were able to win that game. They were relatively healthy pretty much all year and healthy going to this NFC Championship game. Like, that stuff doesn't always happen. You used the example of Philly early on in the pod. The Bengals. That's, that's a perfect example. Philadelphia was in the Super Bowl last year. Now they got knocked down in the first round. And there was talks about them potentially moving off of their head coach. Like, the NFL is a crazy game. And so much could change in, in one day rather than one year. Like one day so much
2: could change in the NFL. I mean, look at the Bengals, Tyler, right? Bengals, yeah. too.
3: I mean, the injuries. Injuries is part yeah. of the game, too. You never know in this league. So – that's why this hurts even more. It's like, yes, the Lions could return. It's not like it's impossible to go back to the NFC championship. Like, like look at the San Francisco 49ers. They have now played in four straight NFC championship games. Like it's not impossible to do it, but your coach said it himself. It's going to be twice as hard. Um, people are ready to come through you. I mean, people want to beat the Detroit lions. You are a top dog. You're going to get people's best every single week. And, Let's see how they respond. I, I'm, I'm confident that they'll, they'll respond to the adversity. I'm confident that, that they'll get it right and that they'll be back in this game. But there's no guarantee in this league, man. There, there really is no guarantee in this league. And that's why when you have an opportunity and you have a good group, you have to take advantage of it. And the Lions let it go last week. They let it slip. And that's why this pill is so tough to swallow right now of the Lions losing this game to San Francisco because they had an opportunity right there, man. It was 30 minutes away. You are up three scores. To go play in Las Vegas in the Super Bowl. Like that, right. that, that that's so big, and they let it slip away, man. So, do they have the ability to to get back there? Absolutely. But Dan Campbell's in himself, what they draft, what they sign is irrelevant. You have to have that same ethic, that worked ethic that they had all season, that same grind. You gotta stay healthy and let's see what happens. But I've seen good teams never won a Super Bowl. And That's the team we just played on Sunday. Look at the San Francisco
2: 49ers. Look at the Ravens, bro. They were, like, flaming hot, right? You're right. They have one bad game. One bad game, too. They had a bad game. Um, Their guys didn't execute kind of like our guys. And, look, they're out. Lamar Jackson, that defense was high-flying Lamar. I mean, they just – they're out, you know? So, um, and the Ravens haven't made it this far since – 2013, what? then when they beat the Niners with Flacco, they've been pretty consistent, though. They go to the playoffs, you know, they make noise, but they've never been this far. So, um, it's, uh, it's a grind, bro, and it, I mean, it's hard. It's Dan really Miller, hard in this league. Dan Miller says
3: the best. There's gonna be 31 teams shattered at the end of the year. One, yeah, team happy. It's only
2: one have one team happy.
3: Yep, but and it, it's really hard to be that one team every year. I mean, like I said, the San School 49ers, the team you just played, they're a team that's consistently good pretty much every single year, and they're on a good stretch right now. They
2: haven't won a Super Bowl since the 90s. And then the AFC goes through Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he's just a different, he's their different breed, no one's like him right now. And just goes through him. Obviously, they have a good defense too, but you know, that dude made plays the other day that you're like, what the heck was that? So thankfully we don't have a Patrick Mahomes in the NFC. But um it's it's tough, Tyler. It's it's uh it's not easy. But nothing is supposed to be easy in this league, and nothing is supposed to be easy in Detroit. It's, it's the way they're built. Grit—that's what grit is. Nothing is easy. You have to work hard for it, and work twice as hard. And when you get down, you'll bite another knee. Like it's kind of the mentality of this got team. Goddamn game yeah. open here. It is. I mean, it's it's the mentality of this team. It's grit, right? That that's the meaning of grit. You get up, you work your ass off, even when you're tired, you work even harder. And I mean, I think the perfect example of grit this year was Frank Ragnow. I mean, we. I mean, you look at the injury report. Everything was yeah, injured
3: with that guy. Really. Yeah. What uh, about you, though? What about you, Malcolm? Though, do do you think the Lions have the ability to come back and play in
1: this game? That's a good question, man. That's a really good question. Um, this is the thing right now. The Lions, they're going to draft well. I mean, there's things that we know. They're going to draft well. They're going to be a better. They're going to. They're going to be a, a better team. But that doesn't automatically mean better team equals more success. Right. Uh, because yeah, look at it this way. When you have a when you have a year where you know there's things that just sometimes went our way. You know, how many one position games we won this year? How many one position games are we gonna win ne- next year? Like, are those gonna go the opposite way? And you know how many times we've been in the other end of those one position games? Sometimes it, it, the ball just doesn't fall your way. It is, it, it's, 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 sometimes that's how it is. Even though you have a great team, like I'm gonna give you an example right now. Um the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bills went to the AFC Championships in what, 2021. They haven't been there since, guys. And that's a really good damn football team, and th- that's what I'm talking about. Is there's no guarantee that yeah you're gonna you're guaranteed the Lions yeah because they're young they have a lot of guys on the contract they're yeah, yeah we'll be back next year or yeah we'll be I think this, this is gonna be a good play I think it's gonna be a playoff team, but you never know what happens. And like I said, there's no guarantee. I don't really think our division is a guarantee at this point right now. The way some of those those, those catch are playing over there, I, I I see right now everything is up in the air right now. So yeah, that's why this does hurt because yeah, we we had it, we were winning the game, we were one quarter away, we we're one half away from being in the Super Bowl, and that's honestly, man, if we went to Super Bowl and lost, it would have sucked. Yeah, it would have sucked because they're like, oh yeah, but guess what? Your team went to the goddamn Super Bowl. I think I think that would have been more important to me, the, the Lions making it, because that's something that they have not been to since 1957. Is making it to the Super Bowl.
3: Well, that wasn't um, even it, in the Super Bowl that time.
1: That wasn't even Super Bowl that time, yeah. But and, and the thing is, a lot of teams that never done it, and we've we'll been one of those teams that say we could, we could say probably yeah, we went to Super Bowl.
3: Yeah,
1: man, I won it, but we. Well, we you had a chance
3: won. if you had a
2: chance if you're in that Super Bowl game.
1: You have a ch- Yeah, you're not out of it. I mean, once you're in, it, you're in it. But you know,
2: one thing I'll say though that I learned about this team this year is typically when they play like the top dogs or the elite dogs. We didn't like. We don't really see them compete like how they did this year. I mean, the one game they got blown out for, was versus the Ravens. The other games, they were all close. So that's that's a positive. And another thing is, you know, you had like like Tyson alawalu playing defensive tackle. You had you had like kind of like a band aid defense going into the playoffs, and you made it this far is pretty. Um, it's pretty impressive how they did it with their defense.
1: It's pretty impressive, and that's why we had our shot. We had our – I mean, even yeah, though – Yeah, we had our shot, and they
2: should have won yesterday. They really should have won. I mean, we were the better team for the most part. We just hurt ourselves, like Tyler said. And credit to San Francisco, you know, great teams. I bet you if a team pathetic that against us, we take advantage of those mistakes too. Great teams take advantage of when you make stupid mistakes like that, especially in a game like this, in their home place. It wasn't like they weren't going to take advantage of that, you know, um, so –
1: yeah, but, but but back to my point, man. Yeah, I don't. I. I this is not. A, it's not a guarantee, Tyler. It's, no, not a guarantee, it's not. It's not a guarantee that we'll make it back to the NFC Championship. Who knows? Because you know, we go to. If you look back at January 12, ninety two, Lions fan says the same exact shit. Yep. they said the same shit. This is nothing different that they said back in nineteen ninety two when they went to the NFC Championship and got crushed by the Washington Redskins. I can't say what. I can't. No, say they
3: were they at the time. They were the Redskins.
1: Yeah, at the time. yeah, I, I, I know, but I didn't want to say. But the the, the Washington team. They said, "Hey, we'll be back." Fans said it, players said it, coaches said it. Everybody had that feeling around. We'll be back. I mean, they didn't lie. They just took 32 years to, to get back, but <laughs> they—they is not guaranteed. It's a very—it's very tough to do it. The teams that do it are the elite teams. Now, are we? Are we among the elite teams? I
2: think we're one offseason away. In this offseason, we could become one of those elite you, teams. You have I to prove. You really have to prove. It. We
1: have to prove it. We, we could be an elite team. We're not. Uh, we're not. Your ready. offense
2: is there. Um, you you know you you shore up that defense a little. Add some
1: corner Elite you know, teams are consistent though.
2: Like all like years,
3: the lines did it this year, which is great. It's, it, that's your stepping foot to being an elite. But you yeah. have to do it next year,
2: two years, three yeah. years.
3: Elite, then, I think the, the elite team. the elite
1: team right category. now. You look at that Kansas City. 49ers.
2: And what do those teams have though? They have a good offense and a good defense. Yeah, the Lions they have, have the, the They have the ingredients to be an elite team.
1: They're we just, just gotta, gotta, you can't. I don't label them
2: elite. yet. The gotta, defense needs more pieces. I think the
3: offense is there.
2: I think the defense needs a couple more pieces. Um, and it's, they could they could get there.
1: It's consistency. They For just sure. have to do this, just do this. Multiple year in year out. They could do this year in year out. They're always a the playoff team, always in the hunt, always contending. Then you can say, you know what? The Lions are among the elites. We're not there yet, man. So, yeah, it's really tough to say that. Uh, yeah, we're going to be here again. I
2: honestly said it before the playoffs. I was talking like someone just kind of just bullshitting talk. And they're like, do you think – I think – I said, you know, once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen, but I feel like the defense just is one year away from making it happen. Um, you know, just because, you know, you had guys like Kendall Vildor. You had guys like Tyson Oluwalu. And, man, shout out to AG. That man was, was great in the playoffs and down the stretch as a defensive coordinator, and he's he's a heck of a coach, man. He really is. He made it work with those guys. Other coordinators, I don't know if they'd make it work with them. I really don't know. Um, AG did a heck of a job with those guys, and you had two really bad corners playing really bad football, and they, he still held teams to, like, under 24, 25 points. You know what I mean? Until, obviously, yesterday, even yesterday, I mean, you kind of gave him free points, so – I thought the defense actually played well, too, yesterday. It's just that the offense put the defense in bad spots.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, his philosophy is that he, he came in this year and said he wanted to stop the run, and he's he shown that. He did that. He did a really yeah, good job at so stopping the run. Good. That's something that does really good. I mean, but we're still 29th against the pass. But I mean, that's, that's, that, that's the product of what you have fucking have out there. You mean I mean? You're, you're yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the pass yeah.
2: rush, you know, you had a little juice, but you're a blitzing a lot. You gotta add more juice to the D line, maybe blitz less, add another corner, and you know, then you, you could talk about being a really good early defense, but you gotta show it too. It's not just on paper. It has to show on the field as well. You could have a really good team on paper. If it doesn't show on the field, it's not, you know. Yeah.
3: I mean, that's what, that's why it's tough to get to this Look game. Philly, re- for example, it, right? it doesn't,
2: it doesn't matter how good
3: your roster is. It's sometimes like who's out there because injuries in this league is very critical. Who's who's playing this week. Cause I mean, that, that's what makes a big difference yeah. of, you know, who's out there. Yeah. And your depth out there, but I mean, depth is big, but like if you're missing your starting quarterback, like you're screwed. <laughs> like it, that's usually just how it goes. I mean, there's only so many backup quarterbacks that kind of really keep you afloat and keep you, give you a chance to uh, still win and go win a super bowl you know let's
2: not not bring that up (laughs) but like it's just reality you never know know. yeah you never know man there's nothing that's also why you draft a guy like you know hooker in the third round hopefully he can develop to a good backup and see what happens but like my point is like many backup quarterbacks are not winning
3: you a super bowl i mean nick Foles did it in 2017 that that's probably the first one that i could ever think of ever doing and maybe someone else did it way back before my time but other than him, I can't really think of anyone. So, like, it's tough. Like, you just don't know what team you're going to get on a week-to-week basis. Yeah. And they were lucky this year. They were healthy pretty much all year. They were healthy going to the NFC Championship game. And that's why this taste is really sour. Um, I'll bring an example for Detroit. It's not football-related, but baseball. I mean, I saw the Detroit Tigers have an elite stretch. Make it to the division round. Make it to the championship round. Make it to the World Series. Didn't matter who they brought in. They just never got over that hump and finally won the World Series. So, Like, there's nothing guaranteed in sports, man. And that's why when you have an opportunity, you really have to go take advantage of it. And that's why this one really hurts so much more, man, because they were right there. You were up. You were up 17 points on the road in Santa Clara. That's why this hurts. Yeah, it's... I mean, and that's, that's why it's hard to say, like, oh, good year, get over I it. I it, mean, not, it, was, it, it
2: was a great year, right? It, it but is, but, like, it's, hard to, though, it's, it's hard, hard
1: to say right that. It's hard Yeah, it's hard to say we, that right we, now. We, 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 we need some time before we can say it. I mean, we need to we, mourn a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we we back in our minds, we know it was a successful year. But, I mean, yeah, because because we're dominating the 49ers so well in the first half, man, it's just – it's tough. It's it's tough to say that we weren't ready or anything like that. Like, you get, we say we can say we say the players weren't ready and this the moment was too big, but they dominated, man. And we just I feel like for some guys,
2: I don't know. I just feel like for some guys, the mistakes that happened. Maybe you don't want to say the moment was too big, but it kind of felt like it. You know, Josh Reynolds no, know. passes I, on key third down and
1: fourth down plays, like. I, I can't, I can't say that because even Jameer Gibbs was playing well in the first half. He was playing really well. He was I know to touch that's and everything. And out of nowhere, bam! You know, he fumbles, fucking. I boom.
2: guess moment too big isn't necessarily a good way to put it, but it's just you can't make these mistakes in these type of games. You just yeah. can't. I mean, I,
1: I, I, I don't. If think you're playing
2: the Chicago Bears Week Five. How they made all those mistakes. They won that game. Yeah, against bad teams, you, maybe you get away with that. But NFC title game, you make those mistakes. I don't care who you are, you're not winning that game. If Niners made those mistakes against us. We're winning that game. Like there's you can't make these mistakes in these type of games. You just can't.
1: I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, how do you guys feel? Would you guys rather have lost a shootout like back and forth type game or or, or losing like this or getting blown out?
2: Uh, blown out would have been the worst for thing for me um i don't know but i'm not i don't wanna do i like think OG this rabbit. is on, i think this is honestly the worst feeling because you were <laughs> Blown out, blow, blow, blow blow out blow. blown out blown out would have been really bad
3: too because i want to see i would want to see them compete but like if they lost in a shootout it is what it is in my opinion it, it, it like if the, the Niners were the if the knights were up all game but like they tied in and then like the Niners take the lead back it is different but you are a three score lead it, like this is, I think, the most painful way to, to lose a game, honestly. So, mm-hmm. I think it's, I think this takes the cake, honestly.
1: Yeah. And there's, to me, there's nothing worse than, than having a lead snatched away from, especially a big lead snatched away from you.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to do would you rather do this, would you that? It's just, losing sucks. I would be annoyed either way. The blown out would have pissed me off more. Um, shootout, maybe less. This is kind of in the middle between those two. It just it sucks, bro.
1: So so the, you know, you so a blown out game would have been it would, worse. Have, it
2: would have been really bad. Yeah, it would have shown
3: you weren't ready for this game. A blown so, out would be bad too, yeah, because you want to see like you're actually kind of like. You could win, you could have won that type of game. Like you want to show people that you could have won the type of game, and they showed that. Like they, they yeah. that they could have won this game. If you get blown out, people just make fun of you and say, Hey, look at these frogs, they should have been Nah, nah, fuck anyway. <laughs> anyway, I
1: could have yeah. yeah. go, I could have gone go on that that Gronk that Gronk page. Was, was that? Ghetto Gronk. Ghetto Gronk. I could have it go on his page. I couldn't I, I couldn't take I couldn't take the memes. I just, I couldn't. My heart could not take the memes, so I didn't. I, I avoided his page at all costs. It, I, I'm pretty sure he made. Uh, it was my good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did it. I know he did. I stayed away. I, I couldn't. Uh, I I didn't want to see it, but I'm pretty sure he did. I mean, people were gonna make fun of this regarding
3: it, 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 it was entertaining. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was pretty good. So
0: <laughs> sometimes, you, know, you, gotta,
2: sometimes what, you gotta laugh at the right
1: Yeah, I I do it at my own cost. Like I'll post my own shit to to, to try to make me feel a little bit better about. I saw that you
2: played man, you went crazy on the Niners. That was pretty
1: funny. So that's how I do that to to make myself feel a little better. But uh, as far as what other people do, I I try to stay away until until I'm able to heal. I'm I'm eventually going to go back and and look at it. I'm pretty sure it'll be entertaining at that point. But now, no, I don't want to see shit.
2: Yeah, I'm just um, I'm just kind of laying low. Just gonna start doing my prospect homework
1: and uh oh,
3: I'm not that? I'm not
2: rewatching this game.
3: Prospect I'm just not. Yeah. Prospect.
1: Jesus
3: Christ. Oh, that sounds so nasty talking about the offseason. Like, this is really it, guys. Like, we're not playing until September.
2: Hey, man, it, it, is it, is. it is what it is. But on, on the bright side, you see, Senior Bowl actually started today. Stop here, Benjamin- Pierre, Pierre. Uh, don't, don't don't even talk. That, that does not get me excited whatsoever. Oh, yeah. No, it's not about like getting excited, but you know, free HC's in a month and a half. So. Oh,
1: God.
3: Uh, I'll wait for that. I don't want to hear that right now. We're like, going to see some g-
2: extensions here soon. Just gives me the
3: ick right now. Like, it makes me want to throw up here about. Like, like it's, it's crazy. Like, we're going to, like, not play next Sunday. I, I, think, no, it's too I, I, I think It's, too,
1: it's just I too soon to talk about this right now.
2: I honestly, my brain just kind of moved on from it. It still hurts, but I'm just trying to like get distracted through some other stuff and move on from it. So, so talking
1: about, talking about the senior bowl helps you out.
2: Not necessarily just watching it doing. I'm not necessarily maybe going to talk about it with you guys. I'll just kind of do it on myself. If you guys want to talk, like I'm just doing it to kind of just, I guess, cope whatever I you need, want to call it.
1: I, I need a few weeks. I need a few weeks. Because yeah. I, I think my brain has a process that the Lions are not playing anymore. Oh,
2: mine processed it. Um, I didn't sleep well. I don't think any of us did, but mine processed <laughs> it.
1: Are you guys? Are you guys going to watch the Super Bowl? Because I, I think I'm. I think I'm going to go. On a, um, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl. I think bro. I'm going go to twenty 2020, twenty twenty 2020, twenty four three twenty four strike. At I'm going to watch the
2: Super Bowl. I'm a fan of football. Um Gonna watch it. I thought
3: about this because I went back to this. Feels just like 13 year old me when the Tigers lost to the Red Sox. It's literally the same feeling, maybe worse, honestly, because I understand the game a little bit more. This has that same feeling, and I didn't watch that World Series. I didn't really care about that World Series when the Red Sox were playing and they won. I'll probably have it on, I'll probably be at like a watch party somewhere, but as far as my interest in being locked in, this is definitely going
2: to be the least locked in I've been for Yeah, I'm goal. not going to be locked in, but I'm probably just going to go to my boys, just have a drink, chill, eat. I'm probably going to go there for the food and drinks, not even to watch the game.
3: But, like, usually I care about this game. I'm excited for this game. Truthfully, this year, it, it, like, now, it, it doesn't have that same feeling right now for me.
2: Yeah, like Tyler said, I'm just going to be there for the vibes with the boys, not really the vibes for the game. Yeah. So. you're with the boys, you crack jokes, you drink, you eat, you chill. Fuck yeah. the game.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> that, 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 that's like an invite to uh, Super Bowl party, and I actually attend. I doubt it. I I don't know. I have zero interest in this game. I don't care who wins. I don't I don't care about anything of the Super Bowl, at all, or the NFL right now. That's
2: true. I mean, uh, I don't care right now. That's yeah. It is Baller and Oopsie Tyler.
3: Yeah, let's do it. All right, Oops Oopsie of the week. Um, is this a shocker by anyone? Um, uh, I mean, I guess it can go different ways with this. You can go. Jameer Gibbs, but I think the obvious one is here. Number eight, Josh Reynolds. And this is what hurts, man, because Josh Reynolds has been my guy all year. And it's crazy. I was giving him so much credit just two weeks ago versus that Rams game. And then he has a game like this today, man, and or on Sunday. And just unfortunate, man, because he's been really good. He's been a really good glue guy for this football team since coming in. Been a very consistent guy. But you can't have a game like Josh Reynolds did, and especially in that circumstance in the NFC Championship. So,
2: Easy for me. Josh Reynolds is my oopsie doopsie of the week. That sucks. Um, so I thought of this a few different ways. I'm gonna give it to a unit. I'm just gonna give it to the offensive line. I thought they played their ass off. Um, not much to say. Honestly, they had 29 carries, 1280 yards, three touchdowns, 6.3 yards per carry. Yeah, golf was sacked twice, but you know, I think one was on him. It was a hot read, he didn't see it. And the other one, they, they beat one of our defense, offensive linemen. But um, shout out to the O line; they've been great all year. They're the baller of the week.
1: Oh, I mean, we I for, we didn't even talk about the opposite. great game. And I thought,
3: even AG I, called a great game. So I thought Oshika stepped up perfectly. He was a big concern. This week did a really good
1: job. And really I didn't, I didn't really,
3: really, really, really even that. look at him, and you know, I didn't. He wasn't a problem for me, which is a good thing. Yeah. If I didn't
1: see I, him, I, him I didn't, or I have I issues, which is yeah. good. I, I, I didn't really, really do see do much do
2: issues with the O line, honestly. Maybe like how. Malcolm said, "Just uh, shuffling, kind of, but
1: I actually I like I don't,
3: that though. I, I think it did like
1: one drive. To be honest, with you. I think it only did that like one drive. It, it was like, the end of
3: the first work. half. That was it. That's only yeah. drive they did. Yeah. yeah, and it worked. They got it to the two yard line. So yeah, I mean, got points. Yeah. So. All right. Before we end the show, I guess closing statement. This is our last post
2: game till September.
3: So I mean, start off with you got statements. Any closing um, statements
2: on the season?" On the season or the game? Season. You know, I actually think it was a heck of a year. You, you won the North for the first time. Um, you hosted two playoff games at Ford Field. You won two playoff games. Obviously, the way it ended wasn't – I don't – like, it still hurts for all of us. But just kind of just, just look back at the entire year, what they accomplished and what they did. Um, it was a fun year, and I got to experience it with you guys. The first playoff game, that was awesome. We had a blast. So – Hopefully, you know, next year is going to present as challenge, but hopefully next year we'll be back in the playoffs and we'll make some noise again. Um, but overall, I think it was a successful year. Obviously, it sucks the way it ended, but if you look at the entire big picture, I don't think anyone expected Lions to be an NFC title game this year. Yeah, and it was, man. It was an amazing season. It was fun. It, it was
3: one for the books, man, one you're going to remember for a while. Like, that was – as good as it gets and you know we experienced a lot of new things this year winning the north for the first time in our lives winning a playoff game winning two playoff games like it was a really really fun season and it really sucks the end of the way it did but end of the day they they exceeded your expectations so you don't want to be too down on the football team for that but it's kind of like what i've been echoing all episode. It's like that you had an opportunity you were up 17 points so like it could have been more but it is what it is. At the end of the day, I'm proud of this team. Proud of. Uh, I'm looking forward to the future of this football team. I think they got the right guys under helm making the decisions. So, it's off to the off season. It's the the end of this season, unfortunately. And let's go, Lions.
2: Brad's time to cook. Malcolm, what's up, bro? How you feeling? Closing statement? Yes.
1: No. Closing statement, man. Dude, that, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't. It's well, all right. Why you why don't we, have to do it, bro. Why, why are we doing this now, man? I'm, I'm still. I'm still. We'll well, give home. give
2: us a closing statement in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, give me give me give me some days, man. I'm still this, this loss is really fucked with my mind, man.
2: We got you, we got you.
3: Okay, well, that's gonna be a wrap to this episode. You get no closing statement from Malcolm right now, so <laughs> that's that's all you're gonna get. So, hope you guys all enjoyed. Thank you guys for all the support throughout the whole season. It's been absolutely unreal. Um, best support we've had since doing this, frankly, and the most fun I've had since you know, the lines just being good and competitive. It's something we've been wishing for, for the whole time since we started this. So to see it all come together and, and work and have some playoff success, man, was a lot of fun. So hope you guys all enjoyed. And yep. The off season podcasts will be starting very soon. It'll begin some draft coverage, free agency. I know it, it sounds disgusting right now. I, I feel disgusted even just speaking about it, but you know, those will all be kicking off very soon. So that's all I have for you guys right now. Again, thank you guys so much for the support. And I'm out. Peace.
2: Like Tyler said, man, it was a heck of a year. It was fun covering it on the podcast with my two guys here. And they held it down. I missed a lot of time. They held it down. So um, I'm excited about the offseason, what next year brings. But right now we're mourning. And I'll see you guys later. I'm out. Peace.
1: All right, y'all, it's your boy Malcolm. Um, there is some positive. Uh, I mean, uh, it's not a really good time to talk about a draft right now, but having a draft in Detroit, I think, is going to be a good thing for us. Uh, you know, having a draft there. Hopefully, we could uh, be able to get some players on, um, some pro